0: hello my name is michael head and this is the dftw podcast i am so honored that you would take time to listen to this podcast i believe that this episode is going to help you grow both mentally spiritually and physically if i can do anything for you as you're listening to this you need to reach out you can see all my information in the description and thanks again for listening welcome to the dftw podcast my name is michael head and thank you for being here today wherever you're listening. Every time I say that, I'm just picturing people listening to this podcast on a plane. Like the other day I was on a plane and I was looking at a guy scroll through his podcast as he was about to start listening. And I was like, oh, he's going to pick mine. He's going to pick. And he didn't at all. He picked one that had nothing to do with mental health or spiritual health. But anyways, I just kind of picture people listening to this in some random places. And so Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. And this is episode 20. Yes, super exciting. I can't believe that I have been able to do 20 episodes. It has been a journey since starting this in January, 2020. So thank you. Thank you for those who are sharing it and listening and telling people and putting it on Instagram. I love seeing that. I love to repost what you're saying on Instagram. So if you could do that again, Please do that. Let's get the word out and see how we can continue to impact those closest to us. We never know how this little podcast could actually change somebody's life. So let's get started today with episode 20. We have all had moments where we are sitting with someone. Just just picture it right now. You're sitting with somebody somewhere both wearing masks because that's where we are right now, especially in Texas, it is a rule. So we're sitting there, we're hanging out, we're social distanced. And man, we're just kind of pouring your heart out about life. Like you are in a place where you are just so upset. And man, some things are happening in your life and it is a struggle. And maybe truly that's where some of you are today as you're listening. There's just a lot going on and that's real life. There is a lot going on. And so you're sitting there with your friend, you're sitting there with whoever that may be. Maybe it's your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, and you're just crying like, like you're legit, super sad about something. And you get done of saying what's going on and where you've been. And the person looks at you and says, you know what, here's, here's what I know is here's, here's what you're gonna have to do is you're just gonna have to let it go. Uh, That is the absolute worst advice that you can give somebody, and I understand that you have great intentions by saying that. I understand that most of our culture and world, that's what we say because that's what you've been taught, and that's what you have tried to do, but we've got to know that letting it go is so hard, and really, it's impossible. I know that whenever I was in my deepest struggle dealing with depression and just not really knowing what was going on, when somebody would tell me, hey, Michael, here's what you can do. Just go pray about it. I, it drove me (laughs) nuts. Like, go pray about it. Really? Again, those are really good intentions. I mean, there is nothing wrong with praying about it. There's, there's nothing at all wrong. It's a great advice. And when people are in their deepest struggle, by you saying, just go pray about it, or you saying, you know what, you need to let it go and just move on, it hurts. It's hard because it actually makes you feel, as the one going through it, like there is actually, it's not a big deal and it's nothing. And so today, I hope that we can look at this uh, idea of letting it go and kind of change and have a little blip on the radar of the screen of our world of letting it go is not the answer when we're dealing with deep emotions and our feelings and things that are happening in life. I mean, there is a famous song. It is, it is super famous from Frozen 1. And Elsa, I'm pretty sure that's who sings it, sings the song, Let It Go. And I'm not going to sing it because I will have many people unsubscribe from this podcast, and I don't want to do that. So I will not sing the song, Let It Go. But I do want to read to you the verses at the very beginning of that song, Let It Go from Frozen 1. She says this. She says, the snow glows white on the mountain tonight. Not a footprint to be seen. Right now, many of you are singing it. Like you just, you just sang it. The snow glows white. See, I'm sorry. Two people just unsubscribed because of that. But <laughs> let me just read these verse these these lyrics again. The snow glows white on the mountain tonight. Not a footprint to be seen. A kingdom of isolation, and it looks like I'm the queen. Now let's just hang out there for a second. She says, there is a kingdom of isolation, a kingdom of being alone. And she says, it looks like I'm the queen. The next line, the wind is howling like the swirling storm inside. I couldn't keep it in. Heaven knows I've tried. Again, some of you are singing the song like (laughs) right now. And then the next line, don't let them in. Don't let them see be the good girl you always have to be now check this out conceal don't feel don't let them know well now they know i want to say that again this is elsa <laughs> i'm not saying we need to go theology from elsa but i do think this is very significant because many of us are living this life right now don't let them in don't let people know that you're sad that's that line don't let them in don't let them see be the good girl or the good boy You always have to be. Conceal. Don't feel. Don't let them know. That is very powerful. That was Michael Head, me, for about 20 years. I didn't let them, whoever they are, into my life. I didn't let them see who I really was. I was just trying to be the good boy. (laughs) I was trying to be the good person that I always have to be. And... I would conceal, I would not feel because I didn't want them to know that was my life. Elsa is singing about Michael Head and then she continues to say, let it go, let it go. And the problem with me doing that for so many years, concealing and not feeling and not letting people in and acting like I had it all together and acting like I was this great person, which I am and was a good person, but there were a lot of things happening underneath that I had no idea what was going on. We must remember that our experiences shape our biology and our responses and feelings come from a place of complete dysregulation. This is for most people who have grown up with childhood trauma and grown up in experiences and different things that happen in your life that have kind of shaped who you are. And when someone is telling you just to get over it and just to move on, you can absolutely feel horrible. You can feel like, man, what is I I don't know how to get over. It. And maybe I'm just weak. It can actually push you down into a deeper hole if you just try to get over it. I wish that getting over a horrible situation, maybe a breakup, maybe a car wreck, maybe a bad grade that just ruined our whatever, maybe we got fired. I wish that getting over a situation were just simply a matter of letting it go. I mean, Life would be so much easier if it was just, oh, let's let it go. I'm going to move on now. Again, it's not realistic. When we try to let it go, we are only going to do what we have always done our entire life. Ignoring it, forgetting about it, and not dealing with it. We cannot let go of feelings any more than we can stop our heartbeat. It's useless to try to do it. And many of you may be saying, well, I've done it. I've let it go. I've moved on. I've pressed on. I haven't allowed this to mess me up anymore. And as you're saying that, you're thinking about it and it's actually having an effect on you. Understand that feelings will go away and they will dissipate on their own once we are able to fully experience them. And you're like, look, I experienced the feelings. I cried, I ate some ice cream and I'm good. Let me just tell you, that's not experiencing your emotions. We must fully experience them. That feeling has to move through you, like through your body to be released. And the only way out is through. The only way out of feeling this way is not just to move on and push it down and to move on and just just feel like everything's great. And you put on a big smiley face, like you're wonderful. And when someone asks you how you're doing, you say, oh, I'm good. I'm great. When really deep down, you are dying inside. I mean, that's called depression. When we're pushing our feelings down so low so that we can just start to feel better. Look, that is going to come out sideways. It has to come out. And so we have to let go of this feeling. We have to go through this feeling. And giving this feeling its due diligence doesn't mean we need to act on it. Feeling is much different than acting. I mean, it's one thing to be angry at someone, to name and acknowledge your anger. And it's an entire different thing to act out on that anger with aggression or even being violent. So we need to feel our feelings. How in the world do we do that? When I say feeling our feelings, many men right now are like, look, bro, I ain't feeling anything. (laughs) And you're right. A lot of men have issues with not really wanting to cry, wanting to Uh, deal, wanting to feel, and then ultimately you're not going to heal. And so understand that crying and, and being upset and being angry in a healthy way is the way that we are going to truly deal with pain and things that happen in our life. For me, being with the emotions and being with some of the things that happened to me in the past has been a massive part of my trauma recovery and many people can't be with it because they've pushed it so far down. And so whenever it starts to feel, when you start to feel these things, you start to actually disassociate, meaning when the waves of emotion start to come up, you can numb yourself out or disassociate. That is something that I actually, uh, I do sometimes because being diagnosed with PTSD, and I also am able to disassociate, showing that when I am triggered at such a high level, when when something is triggered in me, and it could be, it could be something, I don't even know what it is. It could be even a smell sometimes, and those things can trigger something in you to where a wave of emotion comes up, and you've never truly dealt with it, and so what do you do? You numb out, or you're just not even in that space anymore. This happened to me while I was away at a place called Onsite in Tennessee. I went there to work on my uh, some some trauma that happened to me as I was a child. And while I was there, we would actually <laughs> uh, it was hard work, meaning that we would actually have to deal and feel our emotions. One time, they were like, "Okay, Michael, what you're going to do is you're going to get angry at this certain." time in my life where somebody had hurt me, and you're going to get so mad, you're just going to start screaming. And I was like, no, no, I'm not. I'm not going to just start screaming at this person that's not even here. And they're like, no, I'm telling you, it'll, it'll be good. And I was just like, no, I'm not doing that. Well, they ended up winning. And so they had me kind of picture this situation in my life that was very painful. And they were like, okay, get mad throw something at this situation like get angry and they they even give you like a like a like a pole like, like a almost like a baseball bat and you can hit this foam thing um, just to try to get your anger out not that that's that person not that you're hurting that person not that it even is a person but it's just a way for you to get your anger out and as I was holding this like Bat. And I was looking at this massive foam box that they wanted me to hit so that I could be angry because I, I did. I had a lot of built up anger that I never dealt with. And when I, it was obvious because there were times in my life that I would just get so angry and I didn't understand why, like what, what in the world? why Why am I so angry? What, where did that come from? It's because I tried to just let it go for 30 something years instead of actually being upset, instead of actually being sad, instead of actually dealing with it. And so uh I did. I got angry at on-site when I was doing my work and there's people there. And man, after I was able to kind of yell, after I was able to, to to hit this deal with this bat and get the anger out, I felt incredible. Like it was like wow. I sobbed. I was crying. Because I had finally dealt with some of these feelings and emotions that I have stuffed so deep down below. And it was so healing. And there are many things like that that you can do on your own. I'm not saying you need to go get a baseball bat and start hitting a foam thing in your house right now. That's that's not the point. But the point is, you can't just keep things in that are bothering you. You can't just be driving around right now and you're so upset because you've bottled up all these things for so long because you don't want to talk about it. Hey guys, I just want to take a second in the middle of this podcast and remind you that you are not alone. Or maybe you have a loved one that is feeling alone and maybe they're dealing with anxiety, depression, or something is just not right. I want you to know that I would love to work with you or a loved one who is struggling, please go to nextstepcoach.org and I would love for you to fill out an application and start your healing process today. When you are able to be with your emotions and your feelings and you're able to do it in a slow way, life will actually become much more manageable and doable. People are going to see a difference in you. This is truly dealing with your emotions and you will become more regulated and you can stay with those feelings. You have to understand for so many people, you you react in different ways because of the emotions and feelings you've pushed down for so long because you don't want to hurt somebody else. You don't want to upset somebody else. You don't want to you, you you just kind of, look, I'm just going to move on because I'm stronger than that person. Remember, that's not the answer. I mean, there are so many great ways to deal with it. One of those is going to therapy and talking to somebody. One of those is finding somebody who is going to listen to you and not just tell you, you know what, let's pray about it and just move on. Look, you can pray about it, but you can't just move on. You You, you need to continue to deal. So there is a technique that I learned. It's called truth. T-R-U-T-H. And I just kind of want to spell this out for you for people that are kind of stuck in an emotion or a feeling that is actually hurting you. And so here it is. It's T-R-U-T-H. T. T, The first T is tell yourself the situation. Sticking to the facts without judging them. Look, you've got to tell yourself this actually happened and not judge them. Not be like, well, it's because of this. No, 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 no. Stick to the facts. Somebody hurts you somebody physically hurt you, somebody sexually abused you, somebody has uh, treated you wrong, somebody has... Look, those are the facts and stick to that fact without judging them. That's the first T, R. Realize what you're feeling. You need to focus on what you're feeling. Like right now, in that moment, what are you feeling? Whatever you're feeling is okay. If you're angry, great. If you're sad, it's okay. If you're numb, okay. There's no need to make sure that your emotions are correct for whatever situation just realize that you're actually feeling and that is okay the you uncover your self criticism because we will criticize ourselves to make ourselves feel better but this actually makes us feel worse when we criticize ourselves for feeling bad like like you're like what am i doing get over it stop feeling this way you just get into this like negative feedback loop and it's brutal the self criticism is going to sabotage your ultimate healing And it's going to encourage you to hide from the truth. So back off yourself. Stop with the self-criticism. It's okay that you've been hurt. It's okay that you're upset. It's okay that this happened and just realize it did happen. The other T, try to understand yourself. Instead of evaluating all the feelings as good or bad, or yourself as a good or a bad person, put your brain to work on understanding yourself. You got to consider why you might be feeling the way you're feeling. For instance, just asking yourself, why might a good person feel this way? And don't focus on whether a good person should feel this way. Just why would a person feel this way? And just try to understand it. Why would you? Feel? Well, because it makes sense that you feel this way for whatever reason. And when you tell yourself that, it makes sense. It makes sense that you're sad. It makes sense that you're angry. You help to understand yourself. And then H, have... The feeling. Again, like we talked about, be with the feeling. Sit with your feelings. Like it's okay to cry. Understand that. Remember, for so long, so many parents have told their kids, stop crying, don't cry, stop crying, stop crying. Those are the worst things you can say to kids. So if you say that now as a parent, I need you to stop because you are actually teaching your child right now to push their feelings down. Why are you saying it? Is because you probably heard it as a child too. And that's okay. But you need to realize telling your child to stop crying because they are sad or because they're upset is actually hurting them in the long run. And so why don't you get on their level and say, I understand that you're upset. I understand you're sad and let them explain to you what they're feeling. Maybe for you, you need to cry and just let it out. (laughs) You ever felt really good after a good cry? Yeah, because it actually does help you. Maybe you need to punch some pillows. Maybe you just need to do that. Maybe you need to go somewhere where nobody is. Like, you need to go to your car and um, go somewhere where maybe nobody can see you and just start screaming. <laughs> Not that I've ever done that. Okay, I have. And, <laughs> but it actually, you feel better. You just start screaming and <laughs> people thinking I'm crazy and you've tuned me out. But I understand, I have learned that I've got to have the feeling and it's okay to do that. Talk to yourself using kind words. Now again, you can look like a wacko, but it's good to do that. Like talk to yourself, like, look, Michael, understand that you're sad. It makes sense. Let's go deal with this. And then you go to your car (laughs) and start screaming. Oh man. You might not start feeling better immediately after doing any of these things, but the truth technique is something that you can look back on. It's something that can help. Just know that you might actually feel worse. You might feel worse after doing the truth technique. You might feel worse after getting upset. You might feel worse. And that, understand, that's okay. It's like, it's like kicking up dust. What's going to happen are things are going to settle back a little bit different. But the truth is you're actually getting better because you are dealing with it. You're going through it. It's okay. Man, just like with anything in life. We've got to go through the hardships to get better. You're never going to get better. You're never going to grow. Nothing is going to move if you continue to take the easy way out of anything in life. I mean, it is easy to go get fast food and it's not good for you, but it is so easy to go and it tastes so good at times. That's the easy way. The hard way is actually cooking a meal and being healthy. Nobody wants to do that. Why? Because that's hard. The same is true with dealing with emotions. It's easy to just push down and not deal with it. It's easy to act like everything is fine. But the truth is the hard thing is to actually deal with it, to go and talk to somebody, to get professional help, to be better. It's going to take work to lose weight. It doesn't mean you get to take a pill. It's not going to help you. You actually have to put in the work for it to last going through the fire is key to healing and is key to growing in life. And the same is true on our walk with Jesus Christ. There are many times when we feel like, man, we are in the fire. Like there's no way that I'm ever going to make it out of this. And when you can zoom out and you can realize that God is with you in the fire, that God is right there with you. And actually the reason you may be in that fire is to take off some of the junk and some of the impurities in your life that have been slowing you down and so that when you get out of the fire just like when a goldsmith takes a beautiful piece of gold and when that gold is done and when that gold is ready is when it gets out of the fire and the goldsmith can see his reflection in that metal the same is true with our Lord and Savior you may be in that fire Until God can see his reflection in you. Don't just let it go. Don't just push it down. Understand that you have to go through it for you to actually heal from it. Thank you so much for listening to episode 20 of the DFTW podcast. I think that this is a great one because many times we have either given the advice of let it go or we have tried to do it ourselves and just tried to power through. I think it's okay. It's okay that many of us have done that. And now maybe we can learn it's okay to deal with it. And I've got to get to a place, maybe get with somebody to help me actually work through it and to feel it in a healthy way. Thank you for being here. If you could share this with somebody, that would be outstanding. If you could give a review On iTunes or Spotify. Again, the more that you do that, the better it helps this podcast and get the word out. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we will see you next time right here on the DFTW podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. If this podcast brought you any value, it would mean so much to me if you could go and leave a five-star review. And just in the description of it, what were your takeaways from this episode? And please remember, if I can do anything for you or for a loved one, for someone that you care about, please reach out. You can go to nextstepcoach.org. You can fill out the short application so that we can work together. It's a true investment in your life and an investment that will change the direction that you are headed. Thanks again.